0: In this episode, we're going to be chatting about a useful pattern for problem solving. I've used this for all types of things, and I thought it might be worthwhile sharing it. Before we dive in, though, I should add some context here. Back in episode 51, we chatted about building a carpooling application, and toward the end of that episode, we talked about problem solving. This episode is basically a copy and paste of that chat. But since this is such a useful technique, I thought it worthwhile to create a dedicated episode on this topic. Let me just quickly set the stage before we jump in. We were chatting about the idea of going from a rough concept to a finished, minimal, viable product and how that can be hard. The reason it's hard is that there's lots of technical problems or maybe new skills that we'll need to learn before we can finish it. Sure, it helps if you have a mentor that can walk you through this, but we can also brute force this too. It just takes a little longer and it goes something like this. When I'm trying to solve a problem, I think about what the finished product will look like. Then I try to reverse engineer the problem down into chunks of functionality or technical hurdles that need to be overcome. Finally, I focus on solving each of these technical hurdles to get a workable solution, and then I chain all these solutions together until I have a completed product. I know that sounds a little simplistic, so that's what this conversation is actually about. I have a bunch of diagrams that explain it. All right, hopefully that explains the concept. So let's jump over to the conversation I had a while ago. Uh, Apologies, the audio is going to sound a little different as this is uh, clipped in. It can often be hard to create something from scratch in that you need somewhere to start. And it's not always obvious because you are starting from a blank slate. I found that it helps to envision what the end product looks like, illustrated by the minimum viable product on the right here. And then sort of reverse engineer in our mind, or on paper, back to the far left over here where we're sketching things down. So let's briefly work through this and see what we get, as that will likely tell us how to logically group these episodes. Well, we're going to need our carpooling matching algorithm for sure, so let's put that down. Then what about solving the problem of turning a physical address into position data that we can put on a map? So we need to figure out the geolocation problem. Then what about the route between the user's house and the office? We need a way to put that on the map too. We'll likely have a second sketching step here once we know more about the prototype and how things are going to fit together, so that we can use this as a feedback loop when building things for production. Then we'll use that sketching step to help us plan the database design, programming the front end, and also the back end. We're also going to need to figure out how users are actually going to use this system. So we'll need to do some workflow brainstorming about having a sign-up page where people can create a group, how do they actually join this group, what does the matching display page look like, etc. etc. I guess we'll call this interface design. Oh yeah, let's not forget that we actually need to build a map, and maybe a very simple prototype at the beginning. So, hopefully you can see that we kind of mentally reverse-engineered steps to building what a product might look like without actually doing anything then we can use this as a map of problems that we're going to need to solve. These are kind of steps along the way to making our web app. You can also logically split the problems we need to solve into two phases. One might be a prototype phase where we roughly prove the idea and then feed in a bunch of example data to prove that it actually makes sense. The second phase is where we'll build something that is a much more polished product and has things like a group signup page, group creation, group join, user login, password reset, email notification, etc. You know, all the streamlined user interface functionality that goes into a nice application. Basically moving the idea from the prototype phase to something that people can actually use. We never really chatted about how to solve these problems if you don't have the technical skills needed. Worse yet, you might not even know all the steps because you don't have enough technical experience to reverse engineer this fully. The unknown unknowns. So, here is the system I typically use to solve these problem steps. It is kind of a cycle I continually go through. Most of the times, things start with a simple question, like how do I turn an address into position data that I can put on a map? Well, I always keep a notepad of graph paper on my desk and I continually jot down notes or sketch down ideas as I'm working through a problem. I find that it helps to write things down, drawing diagrams and sort of puts a face to the problem. Next, I suspect we all use Google to answer questions pretty much nonstop while working through problems. Personally, I find Stack Overflow, Technical Blogs, GitHub Search, invaluable here. Then, I code and continually test my solution until I've solved each of these problems. It's just a matter of cycling through all these problems and chaining the solutions together into something that actually works. It probably goes without saying, but we're going to run into many unanticipated problems not talked about here while actually building things out. In that, it's just the name of the game when building something for the first time. My suggestion would be to keep things at a high level and not spend a crazy amount of time upfront planning, as things will change really quickly as you learn more about the problem. So let's say on the far left here that sketching some rough ideas down is problem number one. We might have gone through this problem cycle 15 times before getting to where we actually have a working map, then a bunch more before we figure out how to turn an address into position data that we can actually put on that map. You hopefully kind of get the idea. I guess my point of all this is that even if you don't know how to do these things, just by asking questions and working through the problems, you quickly get to where you want to go. You might have even solved a few hundred problems, gone down some dead ends, but by the end of this, we should have a bunch of solutions that we can chain together. There is no need to be intimidated by the unknowns here, in that it just takes time and you can basically grind things out. One kind of interesting note is that you'll typically have many of these little prototype side projects as you advance in your career. Most will rarely advance to the product phase as it just takes so much time and effort to create something that is polished. Most things that turn into products need to be maintained too, so there's an ongoing price to pay. That is why I mostly stick to this prototype area. There just isn't enough mental bandwidth to dedicate your time to too many of these product type ideas, so choose wisely. I've talked long enough, so it's time to end this episode, but hopefully you understand the core idea and how we're going to go about identifying and solving problems as we go. Hopefully you'll be exposed to something you've never seen before. I know that as I work through these types of things, it's an opportunity for me to learn tons too. It's kind of a win-win in that even if the product totally sucks, I'm still producing something which is hopefully useful and learning a lot in the process. So you cannot really go too wrong Last but not least, I find that when you work on side projects, you can quickly amass experience and skills along with your own code repository. You can then fall back on these skills and code repositories throughout your career. All right, that's it for this episode. Hopefully you found this technique useful, and I'll see you later.